Namaste and welcome to Divine Talk Radio. Heal, empower, and awaken with your hosts from the Divine Lineage Healing Center in Laytonville, California. Welcome to Spiritual Secrets for Women. Today we're going to be talking about maintaining your sacred feminine womb power. During our last session, we spoke about one of the spiritual secrets that women have an extra chakra where they can receive this divine feminine power, cosmic energy. Today we're going to talk about how to maintain that. This is Monica Penaconda. And I am sitting with Dr. Cindy Lindsay Real, psychologist and energy healer, to talk on this amazing today. So, Cindy, let's talk about how to maintain this energy. Well, a huge aspect of maintaining that connection to the divine, that's what we really want. We want to have a chakra in us that is empowered to be able to be in that divine connection. So we are pulling the energy of the Divine Mother into our lives as our creation point. So there's a lot of things in us we need to keep maintained and simple and in an even state. And there's a really an important practice in that regard, which is meditation. Meditation just as a way of empowering that chakra is it's an automatic link if you sit down to quiet your mind and to open your heart. It doesn't matter which meditation technique you're using. If you're going into that inner silence, if you're going into that inner stillness, you are automatically starting to suck down the divine energy into that chakra, which is ideal for us. We have such busy lives. Our minds are going, even sometimes while we're trying to sleep, our minds will not stop going. That is the nature of the feminine, to be busy and to be have multiple things that you're attending to. That is the divine feminine energy. And yet to really receive it deeply, we have to calm that down. We have to go to a state of inner stillness, to a state of meditation. But of course, we can't walk around in a lotus position our entire lives. It's not going to work. You don't have to uh, be in... Nice to meditate every single day, please. I mean, I'm never going to say don't do that. But I also know that our lives are so busy that we may not get that chance. But it's about cultivating a state of inner silence within us, which... If you can't do that, that is the practice to learn how to do. That we'll be giving some hints about getting over what we call blocks and so on in order to maintain more of a state of inner stillness. Meditation actually helps us to learn to do that. But ultimately, we're looking for a way of walking in the world from a greater place of inner stillness and a greater evenness within our own emotional selves within our own mental selves. Really, we can look at the whole spiritual journey as coming to the silence and mm. being the silence, meaning that we are an instrument of peace and that we are connected to the bigger reality, which is peace. And that embodying that and coming to that 
place of peace and silence, which doesn't mean not talking. It just means it's coming from that deeper place. And it means we're not run by our mind and our emotions, that we have some distance from that, meaning we can observe that. It doesn't mean that it's not happening, because life is that way. We have mm-hmm. different emotions, different different feelings, different lots of thoughts. It's the nature of the mind to think. But that's the spiritual journey is to is to really get in control of and that means gaining control of energy, really. All of those things are forms of energy. And having mastery of the energy. And so when a woman receives tremendous energy, which she does through this womb chakra, how to balance that? It's like anything. <clears throat> if we see there's tremendous, you have all of a sudden this tremendous force in you, and you're off balance, let's say, mm. right? You you know you're you're emotional. You've gone through some uh, some difficult time, and you're bumpy, emotionally bumpy and lots of thoughts are going on, and then you receive a lot of energy, that's only going to amplify those things. So how do we receive that energy and remain calm and peaceful? This is the art that women need to learn to become truly powerful spiritual mothers. So true. And I, I, the, the profound notion that we're connected to the creation in this way that we need to have inner peace within if we're going to create peace in the world. I I love what you said there, because this is a creation chakra that we're talking about managing here. We are managing our creations into the world. What are we creating from? And what we create from does create the world. That is the nature of the sacred feminine energy. And if we're going to take responsibility for being divine womb chakras in the world, then we need to be very careful about what we're creating our reality on. And not created on the running negative thoughts that I'm sure many of us have been plagued by throughout our life. Not created on an emotional response to what is a set of illusions that are running around us. But instead, go to a place where we're connected into that stillness, into that silence, which is the divine energy, and create from there. You brought up a a really good point there, because really it's about our inner, it's our reactivity, right? Mm -hmm. That, when we react, and we all know that, because it's part of the human being, to react, to have emotional reactions to things. Well, those things are always based on our ego, whether it's insecurities or whether ego, some form. It's not based on real uh, divine response, let's say, or not based on reality things. It's based on our past. It's based on our fear of the future. It's not the reality. And those, that kind of inner reactivity where we have no control over that, is what we need to get control of. And that is, a, that is a spiritual journey, to gain control of that and to be aware of our inner reactions and then not give in to them. In other words, have, have that distance, which comes from silence. When we are silent, then we can, or, or we're in touch with that silence, we can have some distance 
from reactivity. In other words, we can observe it without actually acting. And that's the main point, really, that we, we, the woman in particular, has to understand that her own reactions and come to that silence so that uh, those reactions aren't the ones that are acting. In other words, it's her, herself that's acting, not these, these you know, momentary uh, things that pop in the mind. So really developing that is, is a key point. Hugely important point. And as a healer, what I see so often, and I'm sure you do too, Monica, is that most people's reactions that they can't control, I mean, you might have a divine reaction, okay, but these ones that sort of take you over and they're going someplace not divine, I'm angry, I'm upset, I'm wounded by that, how dare you, what, you know, that irritates me, I've got to, whatever those responses are. Most of the time, those are about some pain that you experienced in childhood. Sometimes it's past life, that's true too, but it goes back to some prior pain that you're also reacting to in that moment. It has, it is only triggered by whatever this thing is that's happening in the moment. And it really is at a healing level about going back and healing that underlying trace of energy in you and getting past, getting to the point where that is not running your life anymore. You do not have to be in a state of hurt or pain or anger or irritation at the things of everyday life. You actually can transcend that and have a very different state of consciousness with respect to the things that happen in your life, even the things you don't like, even the things you think need to change. Your state of consciousness when it's coming from your healed self, when it's coming from your divine self, is a completely different kind of interaction with even negativities that happen in your life and in your world. That's exactly right. That inside all of us is, we have, you know, the life will always continue to give ups and downs. Mm -hmm. There are no... There's no remedy anywhere to stop the ups and downs of our own life and the ups and downs in the world. But there is a remedy inside of us because we are beyond that. Right. And we can be detached from that. That's another word we can use. Is you're detached when you're observing it, when you're not involved in it, when you're not unconsciously engaging. Right. And that's really the process of meditation. And it's in particular important, in particular, it's important for women because of their capability, because they receive so much energy. And when you have a lot of energy, you know, you can have a quick reaction to something. You know? And You're allowed that. It's okay. <laughs> but? But you don't have to act on it. And that's the main point, mm -hmm. you know, that, that we have come to our spiritual source inside and we have mastery or control of that. So we're not unconsciously having knee-jerk responses and, and doing something in the world that is not based on, on clarity. Exactly. Because if you're a creator, you better be clear right. what, you're, what creating. you're creating. And that's really the main thing. Women are creators. So whatever it is that's in your consciousness is what we're And, I mean, all people, all, you know, men and women are both creators. But in particular, women have this... Have this energy, which makes them 
very powerful creators. So what's ever going on inside of them, whether it's in their families, whether it's in the world, it really does have an impact. Like, as you know, our teacher said, a woman's tears can bring down kingdoms mm -hmm. because of this power of her womb. When she has, uh, when she's suffering or when she has negative thoughts, to the person who made her suffer, mm -hmm. you know, it it really does have an impact in the world. So the, if we reverse that, it will really change things. Yeah, think about the reverse of that. I mean, I don't know about you, but I think most of us walk around with some negative thoughts of some portion of, of at least every week, if not every day. Some people are really plagued by it mm -hmm. in a terrible way. And what if all that was shifted to positive thinking? What if every moment was a positive thought? Imagine how, first, how different it would feel internal to you. Mm -hmm. Wow, you know, amazingly different. But second of all, how that would recreate what happens to you next. It creates a different reality that you end up interacting with, which can only keep you moving towards that same sense of positive nature. It, it's, it's a way of promoting your own possibilities, to stay in that positive thinking place. And even if you have a negative thought, to switch it. To say, okay, well, I didn't like that, but. But I'm still a beautiful person. I still can be loving. I am still connected to God. I am the creator of what happens next. Those kinds of switches are important for us. You know, especially we're, we're fed so many negative ideas oh. as women oh, since gosh. we're, you know, very young. Everything from negative body image mm -hmm. to, you know, that we need another person in a certain way to fulfill us mm -hmm. or it goes on and on and on, you know, that and we we're brought up with that. So we're not brought up with a lot of positive ideas about what we're capable mm -hmm. of and how strong we are and how, you know, our physical body, our surface level things are not the most important things. Our, be our inner beauty is important. That's the real thing. Mm -hmm. And things like that, that we have, we're really putting on, especially on younger women. And, and, you know, how to, how can a woman, how can a woman not be affected by all of that negative brainwashing, if you mm -hmm. will? And that's what we need. We need to define that place inside of, of each woman to find her own inner strength. And that comes from inner peace. And when we find that inner strength, we need to not play these things on other people and especially on other women. We need to stop the cycle. It's a kind of abuse against the sacred feminine to have this kind of negativity towards other women, this judgment, the judgment on our looks, the judgments on our bodies, the judgment on who's more desirable the judgment on who is getting the attention and who's not getting the attention. These are abuses against the sacred feminine. I mean, I think plain and simple they are. You know, one of the, uh, one of the main blocks for women in, in achieving her really her highest potential, really her spiritual mastery, if you will, is the block of jealousy. Mm which is more is stronger in women than it is in men. It's not that it's not, mm. but, and, it, and the jealousy or possessiveness, which we can understand because 
you look at it historically, women have always been or have been uh, dependent on men for their survival, mm-hmm. right, in terms of, you know, economic survival or a, and uh, just they've been dependent on men. So naturally gaining a man was a big, was a very big thing of mm-hmm. having a man. And so naturally jealousy develops of possessiveness. Okay, I have to hold on to what I have and not lose it because survival. But we have to get beyond those survival instincts and and really transcend this this uh, this block of jealousy, and especially jealousy towards other women, and really support other women. That's how you can see or or recognize when that a woman has attained a level of consciousness when she is supportive of other women. We're going to look a little bit into some of the three women. Who were who, who achieved this stage? Mm. So let's let's talk about that. But I want to talk about one other thing before we get to that. Okay, which is how menses plays into mm-hmm. this role because women are different than men, and we can see that. <laughs> yes, they are, <laughs> and we see that with this amazing thing called the the menses cycle. Mm-hmm. Right? There it means they're in tune. They're they're nature flux. It's a flux, it's a flow of changing, constantly changing every month. And, and, and that's an amazing cycle for her. And yet, how to balance that energy. So let's talk about that. Well, let's first understand that we're in the process of trying to balance the elements in us when we do that. Because the elements actually on purpose go out of balance. And the primary elements that we're talking about there are fire and water. Uh, and they actually have opposing cycles in our body. There's a timing when they're level with one another, but then there's a timing when fire is extremely high, and there's a time when water is extremely high, when the other is low. So fire is high, water is low, water is high, fire is low. And it, it, these, are, these are energies of the creation. They hold energies in and of themselves. So that we think of water, you know, as being something that is nurturing on the creation. But if they have excess water, you could be feeling weepy or tearful or out of balance in that way. And we have fire is a is a beautiful transformer in the creation. But if it's out of balance, it can be aggressive and irritable and angry, angry and thoughts running mm-hmm, constantly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we're really challenged as women to ride the cycles of all creation there inside of ourselves and to find a way, even though the elements are going out of balance, to to push the various hormonal aspects of moving through a menstrual cycle, that we ourselves stay in a beautiful balance with respect to those energies that those elements, if they're way out of balance, can create. Mm -hmm. So it really is a challenge to us to understand how to stay even and calm and clear and in that beautiful inner stillness and connecting into that inner silence during this entire cycling event. And then ancient cultures knew that during the time of menses themselves, during those days of flow, that that is not only exiting huge energy from the body, which of course it is, It is exiting tremendous energy from the body. But, and that can be a beautiful cleanse to exit that much energy from the body. 
Yes, it can. You have a whole month's worth of your aggravation and energies and negativity. <laughs> you can be flushing out at that period of time. But also at that period of time, what those ancient cultures understood is that that allows a woman also to be able to pull in huge amounts of energy during that timing. And as many cultures had women sit in sacred meditation during that time, really consciously pulling in prosperity and health and well-being and divine energies and divine messages for the community during that period of time. The, the womb hut, the red tent, the, the menses timing together was an understanding that is absolutely key. Even though we can't, we don't cycle together in our modern lives and we probably can't all come together in the red tent. <laughs> That, that we need to have that time as a time we pull in this divine energy for the next creation. We need to revision that, the whole cycle mm. and see it because now today it's, it's covered with shame and it's oh, yeah. covered with it's all, the these it's the curse. It, yeah. and all these negative things that, you know, that are associated with it, including women's, uh, women's imbalances. You know? Right. And, and of course, so how, that's something that it's just reflecting. Yes, this is what's happening. Something's happening in her body and the elements are changing and the energy is rising and lowering. That's why many women, of course, during the menstrual cycle, they feel low energy. You, that's what you yes. feel or, you know, or high emotions or, right. you know, all of these things. So how to, this is all the energy flux that's happening. It's receiving, it's discharging, it's receiving, it's discharging. There's a lot, it's how do you, how do you make that stable? And that's part of what a woman needs to do. And it, you know, there's a period, of course, when you, to just maintaining some quiet mm -hmm. silence, however, just quiet, like realizing, yes, you're in this cycle and honoring that and having more time if you can, to be more silent and not engaged as uh -huh. much, you know, to, to really respect this process or rest more if you can or meditate more, uh, be peaceful. And, and also recognize, yes, I'm more reactive at this time because this energy is, is happening. And so it is to be aware of that. And, and because what happens is, you know, we don't, Often we're not thinking about it and then react, you know, and then, and then some negative karma gets, gets created in that cycle. Instead, realizing, oh, this is that time and, and taking more of that time, which is a little harder in modern society oh, for us to do, you know. But we can't deny the fact that this is really happening. Whatever right. our modern society is, you know, to pretend that, in fact, this energy is not happening and it affects us, and it affects all those around us, like our families, how can we, you know, how can we take care of this energy? And as a, as a spiritual woman, as a woman who's developing spiritual mastery, you cannot gain that unless you have mastery over that, which means, first of all, you have to be aware of it. Mm -hmm. And do whatever you can, implement your, your spiritual tools during that time, so that you're, you can learn to balance that energy and also receive it. You know, that is a time when you're, you can meditate and receive extraordinary energy. 
we, we need to meditate and receive extraordinary energy. It's going to feed our whole next cycle when we do that. Mm -hmm. The whole next cycle for our family, for our community, ultimately for our world, if women can really do this. And that would be, it would be hugely ideal if we could take off three to five days. Okay, that would be great. <laughs> let's all go into the red tent. Let's meditate. We know that's not going to happen. Like paid maternity leave and paid menses. Right, right, right. <laughs> paid menses leave. I love it. We, we have a new banner for ourselves. <laughs> because I, you know, I'm certainly not going to raise my hand at work and say, excuse me, but I'm in my menses. Would everybody allow me to be still You know, right now? It's not going to happen like mm -hmm. that. And yet we still need to find a way to implement that in this modern world of ours. Whether it's taking five minutes of meditation, whether it's just going for that inner stillness or choosing just not to engage in whatever negativities are happening around you. It's, you're, each woman has to find her way that's going to fit into her life. But when she does, the promise of that is huge. Because if you do take some time there to pull in that divine energy in this sacred timing when you can pull it so deeply into you, it will have a positive effect in the next cycle on you and on your family. You can't afford not to do it at some level. And certainly as we're talking about becoming, women becoming spiritual masters, yeah. which is really... Uh, very, very important in this time uh, that women recognize this, of course, recognize this power and learn how to use it, and uh, also to understand what, what they can achieve. Mm. You know, a woman, there's a, a name for a, a spiritual master, a female spiritual master called the Bhairavi Mata, mm -hmm. and there are some examples of this in history that are very, uh, like Mother Mary, mm. according Amazing. to the Eastern tradi tradition, she was a Bhairavimata, which we can understand. She gave birth to a holy being, mm -hmm. and as well was a master in her own right. And then there's Sarda Devi, who was Ramakrishna Paramahansa's wife mm -hmm. and spiritual partner, and she was also a Bhairavimata, and he helped to develop her as that. And another one that we know of is Babaji's sister. Mm -hmm. We don't know very much of right. her, mm -hmm. but we do know of her, and her name was Mataji. And they work in spiritual partnership, and you see this. This happens very often, that they work in partnership, whether it's as husband and wife, in the case of Mary and Jesus, mother and son, or in the case of Babaji and Mataji, is brother and sister. Uh -huh. But it's male-female energies working together to create really unbelievable divine things together. And these women have gained incredible mastery of the elements. So they are masters of the five elements, which means that you can break any kind of illusion or negativity with your energy. Mm. A woman's energy at this stage, she can transmit the energy to and raise a soul, really transform a soul unbelievably. And uh, this, by giving that energy that she has received, 
But the main point of it is she has amazing peace. Mm. You know that, and this is really kind of a balance of the Shiva Shakti energy, the male-female energy. We can say that the deep peace, the consciousness is the male energy, and the female energy is creation. It's high power, high velocity uh-huh. energy, you know. But if you have, if you maintain, if you have that consciousness, that silence, that Shiva energy, uh, then you can really command on the energy. And we can see that in the lives of these three women, yes. all of whom were, I mean, the three, they're incredibly. Uh, simple, humble, you know, you, you, when you really, when we think about that, they had high, high power, but it, it was, you know, look at their lives, and you can see their lives were about simplicity and humility and service and divine love, and that, you know, it gives a clue of this their state. Right. And so that's really what, when we look at all, it's the same model, whether, you know, whether one achieves that in this lifetime or not, you, you achieve, you're going on the scale of that. That is the possibility for every woman when she understands how to work with the divine energies. And, and we're really in that training ground, aren't we? We have what's necessary inside of us. We have this womb chakra, this extra chakra that if we can purify it, if we can empower it, if we can learn to manage it and manage the energies of creation that run through us, we're, we're walking that pathway to that. And ultimately, that's where we need to see ourselves going. That this life is not necessarily just about the daily problems that get presented to us. But we are on a spiritual journey as women we, we said before, it's a gift to be in the woman's body. As women, we are definitely on a spiritual body, a spiritual journey in the body of creation. And we need to think about it that way, to re-envision ourselves as in that training ground. If it's a training over commanding on the elements that comes simply with commanding on the shifts of fire and water in our bodies, great. If it's a piece of training on how to be in stillness within, even though there is negativity coming our way, great. If it's the training in this moment, just how to reach a moment of inner stillness in a fast-paced and difficult world, great. Whichever piece of this training ground each woman can grab for herself, can make her practice, that, that will make a difference. And especially if we get this message out to young women, yes. as you know, as they're entering menses or before, they have this knowledge that and understanding because this knowledge, although it's been although it's ancient, it has it's not known to the world. This is the, the great blessing of this time is that we are actually talking about this mm-hmm. on a radio station, right? And, <laughs> and you know, it's, 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 people may say, oh my gosh, you know, what, but it's true. And it's just, this is the blessing of this time. A lot of things are coming to the surface. A lot of things are being destroyed, but a lot of great things are rising up. And, you know, knowledge is, sacred knowledge is really important because it, it really, every person needs it because they need to know what they're capable of. And if you have 
the knowledge of what you're capable of and the path to get there, you really are uh, very blessed. Mm. And we particularly want young women to get a spark of this because we yes. can imagine in our own lives, right? Yeah. If, if we had known this at a young, oh and we had received this energy and practice, it would have changed everything. Would have changed partners we chose, chosen, we've chosen, would have changed reactions we had, would have changed whether or not we put up with heartbreak, you know? Right, right. It would have changed so many, so many things. things. And so that's why we need to get the message out. And so we're very glad today to be able to touch on this again and we're going to continue with our <laughs> ongoing series about all these spiritual secrets for women. If you want to read more about the Holy Womb Chakra, please go to www.divinelineage.org. Press power, and on the drop-down menu, you'll see Womb Chakra. And if you want to have notices of our upcoming Talks in this series on the spiritual secrets for women. Please follow us here on Divine Lineage Radio as part of Blog Talk Radio. You have been listening to Divine Talk Radio. Heal, empower, and awaken. With your hosts from the Divine Lineage Healing Center in Laytonville, California. Namaste. Namaste.